Amen, amen, amen. That river's available. Amen. Praise God. It's been flowing here tonight. And uh, you can wade out. Praise the Lord. I pray that'll be a reality in your life before this service is over tonight. Amen. Praise God. Turn with us to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 4. Count it such an honor to be here. Thank the Lord for your response to the Word of God, your response to the Spirit of God. Amen. And uh, appreciate your accommodations. Uh, I sure appreciated that crawfish soup last night. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Brother Charlie said, that's the filet mignon of soups. Praise God. I couldn't have been said better. It was mighty good. Amen. God bless you for your sacrifice. Amen. With the help of the Holy Ghost, in your prayers, we want to preach just a simple little title that's profound for Jesus sake for Jesus sake amen for Jesus sake for Christ's sake amen 2nd Samuel chapter 4 and verse 4. And Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass as she made haste to flee that he fell and became lame and his name was Mephibosheth. If you would go with me to chapter 9, 2 Samuel. Beginning with verse 1, 2 Samuel chapter 9. And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Maker, 
son of Amiel, in Lodibar. The king David sent, then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Maker, the son of Amiel, from Lodibar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. And will restore thee all the land of Saul, thy father. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertain to Saul and all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread all way at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, He shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. Verse 1 again, the first part. Excuse me, verse 1. And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Amen. I want to preach for a few minutes tonight for Jesus' sake. Amen. Would you help us pray? God, we thank you for your great love to us. We thank you for this great gospel. We pray tonight, God, Oh, that you, by the Holy Ghost, oh, would awaken our hearts. God, we know, oh, that you have chosen the foolish things of this world and the things that are despised, the things that are not, oh, 
to bring to know things that are. We ask you, God, to do a supernatural work in this house tonight. Do, God, what man cannot do, what only the Holy Ghost can do. Oh, make your word real in each heart. And by the Spirit, we pray that you would make Christ real. We thank you for it and believe you for it, God, in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. So we see the story. How when David became king, he sought for one that was of the house of Saul that he could show kindness unto him for Jonathan's sake. And uh, I'm sure you probably noticed in this chapter that we read four different times the Bible said that Mephibosheth was going to sit at the king's table. It said that Mephibosheth was going to sit as one of the king's sons at that table. Not for Mephibosheth's sake. Amen. Not for any goodness in Mephibosheth. Amen. But for Jonathan's sake. For the sake of another, amen, that David had relationship with. Amen. That David knew that David, oh, had made covenant with. He sought out, amen, one that he could show kindness to for Jonathan's sake. I want to tell you, amen, the Holy Ghost is seeking out tonight, amen, one, oh, that the Father can show kindness to for Jesus' sake. Amen. Oh, the worthiness of that one, amen, for whom he has chosen to show kindness to us for, for Jesus' sake. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29, the Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed under the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ sake hath forgiven you for Jesus' sake. Oh, what provision has been made. Amen. John said, I write unto you, little children, that your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Amen. It is true that God did not originally love us for Christ's sake. The Father loved us not because the Savior died, but the Savior died because the Father loved us before the foundation of the world. Amen. But if the Father was going to have fellowship with us, there must be a price that was paid. And oh, what a price was paid. And oh, amen, the one that was willing to pay that price. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. 
how shall he not with him also freely give us all things for Jesus sake I wish you could get a hold of this tonight amen of what's been provided for you for Jesus sake amen I know you don't feel worthy you're not worthy amen I'm not worthy we're not worthy but it's not for our sake it's for Jesus sake amen oh I pray by the Holy Ghost it'll become real in hearts tonight. You know when Jesus said it's expedient for you that I go away, amen, the Holy Ghost is going to come. He said he's not going to speak of himself, amen, but he's going to show you the things that be of me. Paul said, oh, that I may know him, amen, it was the will of God to reveal his son in Paul. And it was it is the will of God to reveal his son in you. Amen. That he would be the firstborn among many brethren for Jesus' sake. Amen. You know, the worth of something is determined by what someone's willing to pay for it. Amen. You know, it's almost not hardly worth going to a pawn shop anymore. Amen. Because of the internet. You know, I want to tell you, 20 years ago, you could get some good deals. I mean, you could go and you could find something that was of great worth and really quality for a very cheap price because the ones running that shop did not know the value of it. But now all they have to do, amen, is look on eBay Amen, or marketplace, and see what folks are paying for it, and uh, then you know you're not going to get it for what you could get it for. And you find out what it's worth, and uh, you, you know what, what you can get, what you can get for it. You go to sell something, you might look and see what somebody else is willing to pay for it. Amen. Oh, amen. We may not feel like that there's much worth. Amen. But your worth is determined by what the Father was willing to pay. Amen. For you. Amen. That he could receive you as his own for Jesus' sake. Amen. First John chapter 4 and verse 7, he said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Amen. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another for Jesus' sake. Amen. I want to tell you, amen. Oh, it's for Jesus' sake that God is reaching for us. It's for Jesus' sake. Oh, that all is provided and we can sit at the king's table and we can feast at his table for Jesus' sake. But I want to tell you, our response to his searching is all so for Jesus' sake. 
Amen. Why do we come? For Jesus' sake. Oh, I tell you, it'll bring you to a new level if you'll begin to live for Jesus' sake. Amen. If you'll begin, amen, to meditate upon the reality of his worth. Hey, Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, oh, to be like him. Amen. For Jesus' sake. Hebrews 7 and 25, the Bible says, Wherefore he's able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such an high priest became us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Oh, Holy Ghost, show us tonight the value of the price that was paid for you and I. Amen. For Jesus' sake, he is the high and lofty one, the lover of our souls. He's wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the prince of peace. He's the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord. Lord of lords. He's the bright and the morning star, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He's our mediator, our refuge, and our strength. He's a very present help in trouble. He's rivers of water in a dry place. He is our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? He's the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? He's the fullness of him that filleth all in all. He's a pure Savior. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my strength. He's my Savior. He's my sanctifier. He's my Holy Ghost baptizer. He's the captain of our salvation and the Lord of glory. Amen. He's perfect and without fault. He's my soon-coming king. He's the horn of our salvation. He's the plant of renown. He's my peace. He's my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside steel waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for he is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with all, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever for Jesus' sake. Hallelujah. 
Amen. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the day's man. He's the altogether lovely one. His garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces. Oh, he's made me glad. He's our everything, our all in all. He's the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in him. He is the lily of the valley. He's the bright and the morning star. As Brother Hughes said, he's the fragrance of a thousand springtimes compressed within a single garden. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. The Father is reaching by the Holy Ghost for you. And oh, it's for Jesus' sake. But oh, that you would flee and run to him. And for Jesus' sake, he is worthy. I believe he's worthy. I believe he's worthy. I believe he's worthy. Will you believe? Will you believe? The prophet said, who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he'll grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He's despised and he's rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. All we like sheep have gone astray and we've turned everyone to his own way and the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. For Jesus' sake, we can stand. For Jesus' sake, we can respond. For Jesus' sake, oh, we can live in Canaan's land, folks. And for Jesus' sake, amen. Oh, we're going to be one of his own and sit at the king's table. Amen. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He's brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, and for the transgression of my people was he stricken. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to death. Oh, he had put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand he shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied for Jesus sake 
I can sit at the king's table. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he'll divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. For Jesus' sake, oh, the Father is drawing you unto himself to sit at his table as one of the king's sons. The whole creation can afford but some faint shadows of my Lord. Nature, to make his beauties known, must mingle colors that are not her own. Nor earth, nor seas, nor sun, nor stars, nor heaven his full resemblance bears. His beauties we can never trace till we behold him face to face. Oh, what's provided for you for Jesus' sake. David said, I'll be satisfied when I awake with his likeness. Oh, don't you want to see him? That song says, oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. Oh, maybe you're here tonight and you said, I do want to see him. But I'm afraid. I just sense apprehension. I've surrendered to him. I want to know him. I want to do his will. But, oh, I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh, how it'll be when he looks upon me and I look upon him. I want to tell you, amen, his grace is sufficient for you. Amen, his grace is sufficient for you. You know if you want to do his will. You know if you've surrendered it all to him. You know if you don't want your will and you want his will. And I tell you, he bids you, amen, for Jesus' sake to come. And his face will smile upon you. And he says, my grace is sufficient for you. And oh, about that time that you're going to see his face. Amen, there is a a measure of grace that is stored up for you. Amen. The grace that will be revealed unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's his grace that helps you from day to day. It's his grace, amen, that helps you to lay aside every weight. It's his grace that helps you to say no to the temptations. It's his grace that helps you oh, to love your enemies. It's his grace that's working in you. Amen. The Father's good will. And if you'll learn to respond to his grace, if you'll learn daily to walk in that grace, then it's going to be no problem when you see his face. Amen. Because the grace of God, amen, is going to work in you. Amen. At that revelation. Praise God for Jesus' sake. The mother whose son had been Many years at sea, she pined for him with all a mother's fondness. She was a widow, and her heart had but this one object left. 
One day there came to the cottage door a knock. As she went to the door, she saw a ragged sailor. He was limping on a crutch and seeking alms. He had been asking at several houses for a widow of such and such and such a name. He had now found her out. She was glad to see a sailor, for never since her son had gone to sea had she turned one away from her door for her son's sake. The present visitor told her that he had served in the same ship with her beloved boy, that they had been wrecked together and cast upon a barren shore, that her son had died in his arms, and that he had charged him with his dying breath to take his Bible that his mother had gave him back and give it to his mother. She would know by that sign that it was truly her son and to charge her to receive his comrade affectionately and kindly for her son's sake. You may well conceive how the best of the house was set before the stranger. He was but a common sailor. There was nothing in him to recommend him. His weather-beaten cheeks told of service, but it was not service rendered to her. He had no claim on her, and yet there was a bed, and there was board, and the widow's hearth was for him. Why? Because she seemed to see in his eyes the picture of her son, and that book, the sure token of good faith, opened her heart and her house to the stranger, and he who was once a stranger now became her son for her son's sake. And I want to tell you, you're a stranger. Sin has separated you. The vileness and the, the, the wretchedness has laid claim upon you. But the Holy Ghost, oh, wants to bring you from Lodibar. In our text, they found Mephibosheth in Lodibar. If you look up that word Lodibar, it means a place of no pasture. A place of no growth. A place of stagnation. A place of being stunted and no growth. But they brought him out of Lodibar and set him at the king's table to eat daily, amen, as one of the king's sons. I want to tell you, there's growth there, folks. Amen. If you'll not let the fiery darts of hell and you'll not let the doubts of the carnal mind, amen, hinder you, but you'll press in for Jesus' sake. Amen. You'll cast down every imagination and you'll bring every thought captive and you'll seek to know him and meditate upon him and learn of him. And I'm telling you, there's a table that's spread where the saints of God are fed and he invites his chosen people 
come and die and you'll grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and for Jesus sake it won't be hard folks amen for Jesus sakes you can suffer and rejoice amen knowing that it's but a short time until you'll see his face amen for Jesus sake the father amen will forgive for Jesus sake Will you receive that forgiveness? The Father, for Jesus' sake, by the Holy Ghost, is reaching for you. Will you, for Jesus' sake, respond and flee to him? Amen. I don't know where you're at tonight. Amen. I can see on some of your faces. Amen. The very thought of Jesus Oh, brings a stirring, a dearness, an affectionate response. Amen. And I can see some others that you just can't seem to get a hold of it. It just doesn't seem real to you. Amen. But I'm telling you, amen, the Holy Ghost is coming to Lodibar. Amen. Can you imagine how it must have been? Amen. That day when that lame man, that crippled man, was there in that land, amen, of no growth, of no pasture, a barren place, a dry place. Amen. I don't know what kind of procession came, amen, from the king. Amen. But no doubt they recognized Amen. Oh, where it may be like Jacob did. Amen. When those wagons came from Egypt. Amen. Oh, he was troubled until he saw the wagons. Amen. That had come from Joseph. Oh, that we could get a glimpse tonight. Amen. Oh, that the Holy Ghost is coming. Amen. To receive you, to draw you, to to teach you the things that be of Christ. Oh, to walk with you. Oh, to disciple, to teach, to train, to guide, that you may know him. Oh, for Jesus' sake, get up. For Jesus' sake. Oh, you may feel crippled. Amen. But oh, I tell you, I believe Mephibosheth was doing all he could. Amen. To figure out what this is all about. What's going on? What do I hear? Amen. I'm going, where? What? Who? You got to be kidding. Amen. Ah, when he got before the king, he said, who am I? Such a dead dog as I am. Oh, but those stinky feet, David didn't care. Amen. Those lame feet that needed to be dressed. If you read all about the story, amen, David received him as his own son for Jonathan's sake. And I'm telling you, folks, this thing is real. God loves you and he's reaching for you and for Jesus' sake. Hey, he wants you to sit at his table and feast from his riches and grow in grace. And one day, amen, 
Oh, if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, amen. Oh, it'll quicken your mortal body. Amen. Faith is going to become sight. Would you stand with us tonight? It's faith that makes the difference. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You've got to believe. What a price has been paid. What provision has been made. God has provided all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. He'll come alongside. He'll lift your shoulder from the burden. He'll be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you so that you can boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Amen. Your worth to the Father has been determined by Jesus and the price that was paid. And for Jesus' sake, He's reaching for you. Amen. You that's been troubled, he's reaching for you. You that's felt empty, he's come to Lodibar to bring you to his table. Will you come? Will you? Amen. Will you come now, tonight? Amen. Around these altars. Oh, and get your feet under his table. And realize it don't ever have to be as it's been before. You don't have to go back and live in Lodibar. <laughs> but you have inherited all things. An heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Jesus' sake, will you with your whole heart flee from this world and run to him, to the palace for Jesus' sake? You'll never regret it.